Hello and welcome to the Post to Post podcast. It is podcast number 83. Um, it is October 6th. It's a Sunday. And holy crap, there was a lot of games last night. My goodness gracious. I couldn't keep up. I watched the highlights of, of a couple. I watched uh, a co- like as many as I could while they were going on. Can't keep up. I don't have enough TVs. <laughs> we can I, fix that. I, I need 14 TVs. I've come to the conclusion. Is that right? Yeah. I don't know logistically how I would make every game be on a different TV. Well, I, you'd have to have... I don't think I can do that legally. Well, yeah, There's right now there can only be, I guess, 15 games at one time. Correct. So, uh, and after Seattle joins, there'd be the possibility That's, of every team playing because there won't be an odd number anymore. Yeah, I'd so. have to invest in a 16th A 16th TV. television. Yeah. Uh, but if you have the NHL center ice package or whatever they call it now. It's still blackouts though. If you're buying that, there wouldn't be blackouts. Oh yeah. Because you can get it on another channel. The only reason there would be a blackout is because it's available somewhere else and they're trying to force yeah. you okay. to yeah, the yeah, other you're channel. Right. So. so if I had the Rogers center ice, whatever, and I could watch them all on my computer, the Montreal games are going to be blacked out in there. Hypothetically, I could watch it on yeah. SportsCenter or CBC yeah. on TV. Okay. But yeah, I still need 15 TVs. 14 at least. There's a, there's that one game that I don't really care about usually. So 14 <laughs> TVs. Uh, it was a busy night. It was a really busy night. We'll go through all the games here in a little bit. Um, but I wanted to address something that we did not talk about in our uh, standings prediction video. Oh, all right. And if we did, I don't remember, but we should have picked our Stanley Cup winners. Because I had it on my paper, I just didn't say it. Uh, well, I asked you during the video, are oh, we going to go into the playoffs? Are we going to do the brackets? And No. No, yeah, I didn't want to do the whole brackets and everything, but no. I meant to say at the end of the video, who do you think is going to win the Stanley Cup this year? And I forgot. Or if I did, if it's in the video, I for- forgot that I said it in the video. So I'll ask you again, who do you think, or I'll ask you for the first time maybe, <laughs> who do you think is going to win the Stanley Cup this year? I, I haven't gone there. Uh, <clears throat> everything else being equal, I would probably nominate the Tampa Bay Lightning. Okay. After yesterday, I'm not so sure. But um, I would probably nominate Tampa Bay just because they are so motivated to mm-hmm. reverse what happened last time. But there's going to be a lot of teams out there that are hungry that are also very motivated. They went even deeper than Tampa in the playoffs. I mean, I almost went deeper than Tampa in the playoffs last year. <laughs> yeah. And, and they've got things to prove too. So... I I think the the highest percentage is going to be Tampa, probably at a 10 or 12% chance right now of of winning the Cup. Toronto's not far behind. Boston's not far behind. I think it'll be out of the Eastern Conference. Okay. But that's all I got. So Tampa is your official pick. Pick. Yeah. All right. Not my favorite, but my pick. Remember this in eight months from now or nine months from now. I hope I'm wrong. Okay. I'm picking the Boston Bruins. Okay. Do you remember in when they won the cup and then they went back to the finals or in the reverse order. I can't remember which way it happened, but I just, I have that vibe from Boston again. They got there to the finals. I think they're going back and I think the result's going to be a little bit different this year. So my pick is the Boston Bruins. They look really good in the preseason. They look really good so far this year. The team hasn't changed that much. Mm-hmm. Um, so not, not fingers crossed. I don't want Boston Bruins to win the Stanley Cup, but fingers crossed that I'm right. Careful. Yeah. Okay. All right. I have some news to go through. Um, a bunch of a bunch of news. I got two pages here, which does not happen very often. But the first thing I want to talk about, um, as far as news, is the World Cup of Hockey. Did you hear this? Do you remember the World Cup of Hockey in 2016? I in did. Previous? I do. 
somewhat roughly. Okay, well, Deputy Commissioner uh, Bill Daly announced that the NHL and NHLPA want to bring the tournament back, which is interesting because they said, na-na, to the Olympics. Yeah. And then they, like, na-na, to the World Cup of Hockey. And there was nothing. There's been nothing for three years. Now they want to bring it back. So... um, it's interesting. It could be part of, or it will be part of the discussions, uh, the collective bargaining discussions um, leading up to 2022, because that's when the current CBA expires. So I don't know. I don't know if they can negotiate it so it happens earlier than that, like next summer or the summer of 2021. I'm not sure if it if that's possible or we actually need to wait until after 2022. I I don't know, and I don't know that it's a great idea. I I'm not a fan of of hockey trying to catch on to the World Cup thing again, recatch to the World Cup thing. <clears throat> I think it works really well for rugby. It works really well, set, especially for football slash soccer. Mm-hmm. Works really well. Um, hockey, I don't know. I don't I don't feel it. There's just so much going on. In an 82-game regular season schedule, plus preseason, plus playoffs, if you're lucky enough, some teams might play over 100 games, and their best players are going to play over 100 games, and then add on to that another three-week tournament somewhere, or will it be a three-week tournament? Because if you look at the real World Cup, there are qualifyings and qualifyings that go on and on and on, because there are so many teams in football, soccer, that are good. Yeah, it wouldn't be the same format. It wouldn't be the same. So, would, I would think in two weeks maximum. Yeah. They, they could do it in a week. If they really wanted to, they could do it in a week, yeah. week and a half. And it, it, would mean, it would be less meaningful the shorter amount of time they spend on it. Like, I, mm. I just, I don't know. Okay, well, World Cup versus Olympics. <clears throat> yeah. What would you prefer? Or none? I, either or. I wouldn't, not both. Yeah, not both. I agree, not, not, not both. both. <clears throat> I'd be okay if we did a World Cup instead of an Olympics. I'd be all right with that. Because the whole Olympic vibe, and I don't like the IOC controlling I agree. every little thing, all the media, all the footage, all the, the logos, and all that stuff. I hate that degree of control that the IOC has over all Olympic sports. And in hockey, which is such a marketing-driven sport, with jerseys and everything else, I don't want to spend any money that puts one red cent in the hands or in the pocket of some rich German guy who happens to be a member of the IOC. I, I completely agree. All right. Yeah, they have a little bit too much control. Um, and I think that's part of the reason why the NHL said no yeah. to the last Olympics. Yeah, because the NHL is just as greedy as the IOC. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um, all right, moving on to next, uh, kind of in the same ballpark, the Global Series, uh, this year we have a couple of global series games, but next year there's rumors that the host country might be Russia. Oh, uh, really? For NHL game? Yeah, for having an NHL game in Russia, which would be really interesting. I think it's a good idea. I really like the global series. I think it's a, a very important part of, of growing the game and stuff. We saw games in uh, Switzerland, uh, Sweden, Germany, Finland. I think those are the four countries from the past two years, two or three years. I, th- I think so. Um, but yeah, it would be. I think it would be great. I mean, if you look at the percentage of players in the NHL from Russia, Russia is in the top five as far as oh, yeah. producing players. I think they're fifth. Mm-hmm. I think it goes Canada, USA, 
Sweden, Finland, Russia. Russia's fallen to fifth, I think, or something. Really? Like that. Is that, yeah. I, I wasn't aware of that. They I, used to be third, I think, and now they're fifth. Wow. Or something. I can't remember. I'll have to look at it. But It will be interesting to see what kind of draw, what kind of uh, fan interest there is, considering that the KHL has the market pretty well sewn up for You're professional right. sports and, and high elite sports. But I think any reasonable person who looks at the talent pool for all the leagues that are playing right now would agree that the NHL is the elite league in the world. Yep, I agree. And probably the most international league in the world. And the KHL uh, and others are leagues that are playing players who are not yet ready for the NHL or are out of the NHL but not ready to retire. Mm. And then there's certainly a big middle ground of players that probably never would have been interested in or drafted by the NHL, who are very, very good players. They were just never scouted, and they're toiling away in the KHL and probably making decent, but not super decent money. Mm, comfortable money, Comfortable for sure. money. And uh, the NHL comes to town all of a sudden, as it may. Mm. And I don't know if that's good for the KHL. And outside of hockey, there are political implications oh. to this as well. Oh, so yeah. Oh, yeah. that could completely get in the way of everything. I mean, mm -hmm. Trump could just be like, nope, not going. Well, how could he do anything about it? He would do something stupid like threaten Russians, I don't know, trade or something like that. Like he would just make it so. But he likes Russia. Does he? Yeah, he does. I think that's that, that's the weird part. He's He's trying to maintain... Uh, a very good relationship with... I didn't think he liked anyone. Well, he only likes people that like him, I, I think, for one thing. Well, yeah, but, I think uh, Russia likes him. I don't know if he likes Russia. Oh, well, he's... He's in bed? <laughs> this... I, I don't want to just disappear tomorrow. Yeah. I'm not saying anything else. Let's move on. Yeah, but uh, no, his... He doesn't see Russia as an adversary, as previous presidents right. would have seen them as an adversary. He sees them as a potential ally and all kinds of things that go with being a strong man, being mm -hmm. a tough guy. Russia's got a tough guy. Trump thinks himself as a tough guy, and he'd like to hang out with the tough guys. So, okay. Uh, but back to the hockey side of it, um, I think... I, I think there will be political implications, but they may be implications in that, well, we're the KHL. We don't want you in our country mm. playing in our arenas unless we get a cut of <clears throat> X, well, you know, your gate or, or whatever. They may have to sort all that kind of stuff out. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, it would be good for Russia financially, all the fans and stuff, because there would be fans from North America and other countries in Europe and stuff go to Russia to see the games. That would be so, the key. Yeah. If it's a truly international fan event, as it would be in Western Europe, or as it has been in Western Europe, mm -hmm. Canadians, Americans will flood over to Norway, Sweden, Finland, Germany, Austria, to, to watch mm. their players, their teams play in, in those venues. I, I have a good passport. I think I'm good pretty well anywhere on the planet. I I th I think twice about going to places that are not fully settled. <laughs> you have to file for a visa. And uh, if you want to go to Russia. Is that right? Yeah. So Yeah. There's another reason. Yeah. It's not easy. Yeah. I, I'm probably not. I, I'm curious <laughs> about Russia. If you could leave me in a bubble and just kind of drag me through and let me look out the window <laughs> and then get rid of me or like, you know, not get rid of me. Yeah. I, don't, I don't mean get rid of me, you know, <laughs> but uh, let me, you know, ex exit. I agree. Uh, I'd be great. Uh, there's a lot of countries like that. I'm dying to see them, 
but I don't want to die in seeing them. I, I completely what I mean? agree. Yeah, <laughs> totally. All right. uh, okay, moving on. Did you know that every NHL team has a dog now? I did not. I love it. I, I, I didn't know that. That was my question. How do you feel about this? I think it's great. I think every NHL team, I think that's what I read. Every NHL team has a dog. They're always on Twitter and stuff. They're posting pictures and well, stuff. You it's had, fantastic. You had mentioned the other day that uh, you don't follow players on Instagram very much or social media generally. Right. But Matt Duchesne, I think you said, you follow him because he has a cute dog. Yeah. And that was the first I thought of about a dog and hockey connection of any kind. Mm. I, I know that players have dogs. Players are humans and a lot of humans have dogs. So it's, it stands to reason. Mm. But I didn't know it was a thing. Yeah. I think, I think Vegas started it maybe. Because their dog's name was, oh, I'm gonna get this wrong. I think it's Bark Andre Fleury. I, th- I, th- I, th- I, th- I That's think. That's great. That's great. Um, so and now like the Montreal Canadiens have a dog. Uh, I think L.A. has a dog. Like I think they all have a dog. I, don't, I haven't seen them all, but maybe I will go look at them after this. I think I do recall one of the Montreal Canadiens videos a year or two ago about them adopting from uh, like a shelter dog or uh, something. I think maybe it was a puppy. Maybe okay, maybe it was, and and it it was going to be. I'm not say member of the team necessarily, but it was going to be maybe a thing. But, yeah, but I didn't really think much of it after that because I have have heard very little, if maybe nothing. Mm. Uh, anyways, cool. It's a good idea. That's um, a great idea. In other news, did you hear that the Ottawa Senators are for sale? Well, I heard they were for sale. I think they've always been for sale. I think so too. <laughs> whether, you, whether Eugene Melnick has admitted it or not, I, th- I think everything's for sale. I think so too. I think this entire set is for sale if the right person in the right checkbook comes. I up. agree. Yeah. So I agree. in that in that regard, I guess my chief answer is yes. Well, the daughter of Kraft. I thought it was the granddaughter. The granddaughter, daughter, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, Kraft, that big oh. company that makes uh, Kraft dinner. Is that the same Kraft though? Is Robert Kraft, who owns the Patriots? Oh, I don't know. I don't know. It's a pretty big name, so. Yeah, I, I don't know if it's the same guy or the same family, but it, it matters not. It is now. <laughs> okay. Kraft, okay. What do they call it in the States? We call it Kraft dinner. They call it just like mac and cheese or something? Well, yeah. 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 Same thing. Like Kraft Foods exists in both countries. Yeah. They make peanut butter. They make mac and cheese things. If it's not the same Kraft, that's a missed opportunity. They need to get together <laughs> and talk about stuff. Um, okay, so she released a sneaky Snapchat inside the Ottawa Centers Arena with uh, a couple of emojis, one bag of money emoji, a handshake emoji, and a winky face emoji. So do you th- think they're pursuing new ownership, or do you think there has something to do with the arena situation? Well, we saw that when we were watching TV last night, or maybe you were upstairs, but it, it, it was a part of the Hockey Night in Canada coverage that we were watching last <laughs> night. And when I first saw the, the Instagram posting with those emojis, I thought, ooh, the team. But then it was explained that the team may not be the thing she's Instagramming about. It could instead be the property. Exactly. Yeah. So because uh, they, they have real estate interests as well. Either way, I think this is good news for the <clears throat> Ottawa Senators fans. Even just the hint, even just an inkling of Eugene Melnick being gone is a good day. Yeah. So <laughs> uh, we'll see how this plays out. All right. Speaking of Ottawa, they've retired number four. Phillips, who played for the team forever, they've decided to retire his number. Um, how do you feel about this? I don't. I don't feel good about it at all. I don't feel good about it at all either. I hate this trend in hockey now where we're reti- retiring numbers. Not to, not to discredit Phillips. Oh, no. An amazing player, very impressive career. 
number retire worthy? Probably not, in my opinion. And in general, let's stop retiring numbers. Like, there's other ways we can honor a player besides retiring a number. Yeah. There is, are a couple of exceptions. Wayne Gretzky. Yeah. I agree. And every team retired 99. Yes. Every team. Every team. I completely agree with that. Yep. Um, there are arguments could be made for Bobby Orr, possibly. I don't agree with them, but there are arguments. Mm-hmm. Um, Sidney Crosby will probably have 87 conversation talked about league-wide. Uh, definitely Pittsburgh will be retiring 87. Avechkin oh, okay. uh, with is eight. That'll probably be retired by Washington. Yeah. There are some exceptions, um, but Phillips, yeah. Well, the thing with Ovechkin and Crosby is when you're having your retirement ceremony, you can have this video package up on the Jumbotron that includes this. Mm-hmm. You can't have that with Phillips. I don't think that's a prerequisite for I think a number retiring. I think it is. Uh, if you weren't enough of an influence in your team, on your team, over all those years to bring this home, no retirement. You're done. Wow. That's a bold statement. It's bold already. I don't... Uh, it's bold. It's bold. I don't, dis- I don't disagree with it, but I don't agree with it. Okay. I like it, though. <laughs> <laughs> I just... I, I think... The team, a team that retires a player who never took them to glory, they got to the finals once. They did. Okay. So they got to sniff it. They got to see the other team pick it up. Uh, it doesn't count. Uh, no. Right. It, it just becomes an event. It just becomes, oh, we need something to have a celebration about. Oh, let's retire Phillips. No. Mm. no. Okay. No. All right. Uh, no, no knock on Phillips. Yes, again. Not his fault. It, he was playing on a crappy team almost all of his life. It really almost doesn't have anything to do with Phillips. Yeah. Um, okay. Did you see my tweet last night? Uh, yeah. About Mika Zibanejad? I did. I did. Dude's got eight points in two games. <laughs> That's pretty awesome. Like, what? <laughs> That's incredible. And I know you didn't watch any of the highlights from last night. We'll get into that later. But I, I didn't watch. I didn't say I didn't watch any. Well, okay. didn't watch them all. You didn't watch them all. He had a very good game mm. uh, last night against Ottawa. Uh, he's fantastic. So, but do you know who's on the same pace as he is right now? Uh, no, Tyler Bertuzzi. Tyler Bertuzzi. He's got four points in one game. Wow. <laughs> two goals, two assists. He's on fire. He is. He got an empty net last night. Yeah. At the end. Yeah, it was four or three until yeah. he went. Uh. <clears throat> Yeah, anyways, the uh, Rangers are 2-0. and um, They look pretty good, mm-hmm. which makes you look bad because in the video, sure does. prediction video, you said that. Bring it. Make it look bad. Make me look bad. <laughs> of course, you're playing the Ottawa Senators. Who did they play the first game? I don't remember. I don't remember. If if you're starting off your NHL season and the Ottawa Senators are your second game, <laughs> there's a good chance you're going to be 2-0 and when you're done. Maybe, but there's some positive things on Ottawa too. Oh, yeah. Uh, Brady Kachuk has scored two goals in two games. If you look at the supporting cast that Brady Kachuk has, there's not really a lot. Um, so good on him for getting out and scoring two goals in two games. Young mm-hmm. kid, uh, good start for him. Great start for him. And later on in the podcast, maybe not immediately, but since you mentioned the name, uh, the featured guests on the After Hours NHL show last night after the Edmonton-Vancouver game was Matt Tuchuk, or, uh, or Calgary-Vancouver was Matt Tuchuk. And it was amazing. It was a great video. He talked a lot about Brady. Yeah. Talked a lot about his family and about the competitiveness. And their sister, who he says is the best athlete in the group. She plays field hockey, university sports. She's incredible. Wow. But uh, what a great 
what a great story that the Chuck family is generally. Oh yeah, absolutely. It, it, I I normally don't watch those shows because it's it's hockey interviews, right? Yeah, I'm gonna go out there. I'm gonna put pucks in the net. You know, we're gonna do our best. This was a real connection interview. And oh yeah, we we have a caller just a minute, and they played it. Yeah, hi Matt, it's your mom. <laughs> I want to know when you're gonna start using your mouth guard properly. <laughs> <laughs> it was great. It was great. That's awesome. Nice yeah. chirp. Nice chirp from mom. <laughs> yeah. Uh, did you see the line brawl last night in the OHL? No, I did not. Oh, buddy. Who who playing who? Uh, the Ottawa 67s versus the London Knights. Um, there was there was a doozy. There was a doozy. No kidding. There was one player, I think, on the Ottawa 67s. Anyway, it doesn't matter. One player had two guys, one in each arm, and was handling them both. It was great. If you haven't <laughs> seen it, definitely go check it out. It's online everywhere right now. <laughs> so... Uh, did the benches clear or just the, no, the players just on the, the players ice? No, the players on the ice. Yeah. yeah, unfortunately, just the players on the ice. It'd be great <laughs> to, to see you. Listen to you. Jeez. I know. That's selfish. Uh, before we get into games from last night, mm-hmm. uh, I just want to say that I do have news pertaining to myself, uh, this channel, this sh- podcast. Um, I am moving. I am no longer going to be living in Prince Edward Island. I'm moving back to Fredericton, New Brunswick, where I was when this channel first started. And um, just kidding. That'll be happening. Uh, this is my last week here. So next Sunday is the last podcast that you will see with you. Are you? I have been fired. You have not been fired. You have been. I have been relocated. <laughs> I've been traded. Well, we got magic of internet. Sometime you may see me in the future. I'm not going away. I, I well, I'm developing my own channel actually. Yes. Enough for hockey though. Um, but we can do the Skypey thing. Exactly. The, you know, that's what I was leading into. I still want you to be part of the podcast, uh, whether that's calling in for ten minutes or uh, see you submitting a video or whatever. Um, we'll definitely, you'll definitely still be a part of the podcast and um, other videos as well. So. It is a big change, though. It's a big change for it myself. Yeah. Uh, it's a big change for the channel because there's that there's going to be a transition period where I don't know where I'm going to live. <laughs> so I'm trying to buy a house over there, but I have to get pre-approved for a mortgage. And even the process of buying a house, even if I was approved, is can be very long. So um, I've accepted a new job over there. I start October 21st, but I'm going over there next uh, in eight days, and so Monday after the next podcast, and I don't. I'm. I might need to find an apartment to stay in for a month or two uh, until I wait until there's a house I can buy, or if I can't buy a house, then maybe I'll be in an apartment for six months or a year. I don't know. There's a, so many balls up in the air right now that I don't know what's going to happen in the coming weeks. Um. I haven't asked Jason if I can stay with him for a couple days, but I'm sure that's okay with him. So next Sunday, next podcast, mm-hmm. we'll, you'll be in it. It'll be a regular podcast as usual. The following Sunday, uh, there won't be any podcast because I'll be in Maine. I think I announced that. Oh, yeah, that's right. In the previous podcast, uh, podcast number 82. So uh, regardless, there won't be a podcast that Sunday. But the Sunday after that... You'll I have landed somewhere. I think it's Halloween weekend, <laughs> and maybe, I can't remember. Uh, that sounds about right. I, I don't know for sure. I, I want to check because 
Like today's the 6th, 13th, 20th, 27th. 20, okay, so no, there, the, uh, the podcast on the 27th will be at Jason's place. Uh, it'll be uh, myself and Jason, and the following weekend, I'm here because I have a doctor's appointment. I have x-rays for my ankle on, okay. the, on that Monday, so All I will right. be here that weekend. Okay. So you will be in that podcast, oh. hopefully. Well- on the 3rd. On the 3rd. November 3rd. Okay, yeah, I, I will be around. I'm away, actually, not away. I'm away from home uh, the entire week leading up to that. On the Saturday, the 2nd, is when I return. Okay, perfect. But uh, I'll be elsewhere. Uh, on the I'll be on PEI, but I'm hanging out with some buddies. Okay. Uh, for the week, for the whole week. So that is the schedule. Today's the 6th, 13th. There will be a podcast. That's Thanksgiving, Thanksgiving weekend in Canada. Canada. Uh, 20th, no podcast. 27th podcast at Jason's third podcast here with you. Cool. So that's the schedule coming up. Uh, I don't, it's tough because I don't know where I'm going to be living in the next three weeks. Uh, so, or the three weeks following this coming week. So I could be at Jason's for a couple of days. I could be in an apartment. I have no idea. I don't know what that means for filming videos, like regular videos. Mm-hmm. I might have to film videos in my truck. Like I don't, I don't know. I don't even know if there's going to be anything to talk about. So, I ask for your patience in this transition period. I know that we kind of just took the summer off, and there wasn't a lot of content. There may not be a lot of content in the month of October, but I'm hoping that we can film some videos in the coming week. That kind of mm-hmm. like pre-film some videos that we can, I can kind of release yeah. throughout. Uh, and it gets complicated because the computer that I have is like I don't edit on a laptop. I have a pretty beefy um, editing computer, so I don't like. I don't know where I'm going to put that to edit. If, if I'm going to bring it to Jason's for a couple of days, it's probably not worth it. If I get an apartment, yeah, I don't know. It's it's complicated. So uh, <laughs> hopefully in a month from now, everything's sorted out and I'm into a place and can start, uh, yeah, start setting, setting some stuff up. So with all this said, the background is going to change a little bit and the set is going to change. So I'm going to leave this desk here. I'm going to leave these mic arms here. Uh, I'm taking these mics, um, and I'll bring them back every time that I want to film anything here. But I'm taking these with me. So if you want to film something here in this location, you still can. I'll put a different mic in for you to use, the old mics that we used to use. So you can use those if you you want. Uh, Obviously, I'll be taking my camera. Mm -hmm. Um, I'll be taking all my jerseys, uh, or most of them, over. If I have an apartment... I'm hoping to get a second bed, like a two bedroom apartment, so I can have the second bedroom be the studio where I'll film probably by myself or whatever. So the background isn't going to be as big. I don't even know if there's going to be jerseys in the background. Maybe my computer will be in the background with some lights and stuff. Um, we'll be filming the the podcast at Jason's. Um, pretty sure he's okay with that. We had a conversation a couple weeks ago. So he has a green screen down there. Uh, maybe we'll bring something up where we can hang jerseys instead. Um, we filmed there before, so if you've been a follower of the channel, you would have seen some podcasts and videos filmed there a lot. So, oh yeah, definitely lots of options, but yeah. it's just a matter of sorting them out and stuff. Well, it's a it's an important change for you. It's it's another step in your life, and uh, it's a very good step. You're going to uh, what's what sounds to me, without getting into detail, a very interesting line of work, very interesting job in a very interesting and growing industry, and uh, it's a great step for you, and. Once you get settled there doing that and your life settles, it'll be uh, great for the viewers to have you back in a permanent location somewhere. Yeah, it's it, it's a it's bad short term because it's there's so, so much to figure out. But long term, 
it's really good because I can set up a lot of permanent things and make it makes a lot of decisions and stuff. Um, I won't tell you what the job is or what field it's going to be in. I want to get into it and get settled and stuff. And then I'll, I'll probably talk about it a little bit, maybe on the second channel, uh, more post to post, but, uh, yeah, that's, that's the news as of right now. I don't mm -hmm. think I've forgotten anything. Um, don't think so, but yeah, um, you'll probably see me in some videos on Justin's channel, uh, since I'll be back in Fredericton and he lives there. So keep an eye out for me on maybe some other channels. But now, We just renewed, uh, you were away, but we just renewed the post-to-post -post mailbox for another year. Right, so the P.O. box is still <clears> going <throat> to be in Prince Edward Island. If you want to write us a letter or anything, uh, feel free to, to send it to that, that P.O. box. I'll be back here lots, probably like once a month, once every two months. I'll grab everything. We'll f still do mail time here. We'll always do mail time here. Cool. So, um, yeah, that's not going away or anything, so... Yeah, can't think of anything else All right. to... All right. All good. So, games last night. Um, there was a lot. Let's. I'm going to try and go through these pretty quickly um, because you only watched a couple of highlights, so I don't know how much you're going to be able to contribute. I have to chirp you a little bit. That's fine. Uh, That's fair. The first game, fair. Buffalo versus New Jersey. Buffalo uh, destroyed New Jersey 7-2. Now, we had some comments about the Buffalo jersey. Neither of us really liked them that much. Um, and a couple of people in the comments didn't like that. We didn't like them very much, uh, specifically me and the fact that I said they look like the winter classic Jersey from a couple of years ago. Mm -hmm. I said, they reminded me of them. They still do. I don't regret saying that, uh, stripes along the bottom, the stripes are a little different. The logo's the same, except for there's gold in the new logo and there's the shoulder, the shoulders were colored in the winter classic Jersey. Other than that, they're, they're the same Jersey pretty much. So subjective but they did look good in the ice last night though yeah oh so they were using them the, yeah they look they yeah. they wore them last night they look good in the uniform so i will say that for sure suban had a terrible giveaway and i wanted to talk to you about it but you didn't watch the highlights so i guess that's all i say but it, that's what you get with suban you get him making incredible plays and you get the complete opposite where you're trying to dingle and dangle and then he gives away the puck. And that's exactly what happened last night. It's extremely frustrating. That's so. how he's always been. He's always been like that. He'll probably <clears throat> always be like that. He's a high-risk, high-reward player. Yeah. <clears throat> and New Jersey looked a little lazy last night. So, you know, the season's just starting. Lots of new players on the team. Maybe there's a chemistry issue. I don't know. But they looked a little tired, more so in the first half of the game. Um, but hopefully they get that sorted out. Speaking about Subban, though, the previous night, New Jersey would be a little tired, right? Because they played Friday night. Yes. But that pass and the one-headed goal. Oh, it was awesome. Was amazing. By Coleman. Yeah. Yeah. Holy smokes. And that's the second time he's done that. Yeah. Yeah. Incredible. They showed a highlight package after showing his goal on the sports uh, the next morning. Mm. And they went back to Ovi's goal and some other goals and they showed his previous goal. Yeah. And Schneider also got injured. Too in oh, that game. He? So and uh, oh. Blackwood was playing last night. Uh, made some good saves, but still like yeah. questionable goals. So seven two. Ooh. Yeah, it's tough. And, and Buffalo looked really good. A lot of chemistry <clears throat> was very apparent. Wow. And Buffalo uh, Skinner was great. Eichel was great. Um, they just looked like Reinhardt got a mm -hmm. nice goal. They looked pretty good. Cool. Uh, Montreal Toronto. We did watch this game. Montreal won six to five in a ridiculous, just a ridiculous <clears throat> game. Both teams were really inconsistent at times. Uh, Montreal got out to a, an early lead. And then Toronto kind of took over until the third period and Montreal kind of came back. It was just wild. Toronto was up 4-1 at one point, I think. And Montreal came back, made a 5-4. And uh, Toronto scored late, sent it to overtime. 
it was your typical pull the goalie, Austin Matthews, get a goal, tie it up. And I thought, as a Montreal fan, okay, here we go. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I've seen this before. Yeah, exactly. And nay, nay. Nay, nay. Nay, nay. Uh, it was a very typical Montreal-Toronto game, though. Usually they're kind of back and forth and yeah. stuff. And there was no, there's actually no scoring in overtime, despite the fact we had started three on three, then it was the penalty, so it was four on three, then it was four on four, and then it was three on three again, yeah. once the whistles all went through. And it had to be settled in a shootout. Exactly. And in our uh, prediction video we did a week or so ago, I mentioned that Toronto will win a lot of games, but they'll be high-scoring games. They'll have mm. lots of goals for it. They'll have lots of goals against, but they'll win a lot of games. And this is the game last night they probably should have won. Uh, I agree. But for a really dumb, dumb penalty. Just a stupid <clears throat> penalty. I've never seen it before. <laughs> if you haven't seen it, I'm sure 90% of you have seen it, but Kapanen broke his stick, held onto it for like two seconds, and then threw it at Petrie's stick with when he had the puck. Threw it at Jeff Petrie. And I'd never seen it before to the extent that I didn't know the rule. When the, when the referee decided to award a penalty shot to Petrie, I thought, well, it doesn't have to be Petrie. It can be anybody. It is a penalty shot. A coach can pick who takes it. No, nay, nay. Nay, nay. In the rule book, sure enough, when, when a player gets a stick thrown at him and is awarded a penalty, it has to be that player who takes the penalty shot. So I thought, mm. oh, great, Jeff Petrie going in on a breakaway from, from you know, a defenseman, and he's the poor guy who's got the penalty shot. Well, this won't help anything. And then he scored. And then he scored. I thought it was going to be a penalty. I thought it was going to be five on three for Montreal because Montreal was already on the power play. Yeah. But uh, no, penalty shot. No, penalty it worked shot. out real well. So, so boom. And uh, Montreal ends up winning the game in a shootout, 6-5, uh, and probably shouldn't have happened, but I'm not complaining. But not the best complaining. the best team did not win. There were several extended periods of time where Toronto had Montreal bottled up in their own zone. Mm. Horribly bad. Montreal was very, very bad, poor at getting the uh, the puck out of their zone. Mm. Watching Toronto last night, I, you know, they have Marner, Matthews, Tavares, Nylander, uh, Kapanen. They have a lot of really good players. Mm -hmm. I think my favorite player has changed on Toronto. The more that I watch Morgan Riley, the more I'm impressed with him. Yeah. He's so important to the team. Like, he is all over the ice. He's good defensively most of the time. He's extremely good offensively. Mm -hmm. And not just shooting the puck and cycling the puck uh, in the zone. Breaking out. Yeah. He was on, I think, three or four three-on-twos last night as a defenseman. He's quick. He doesn't look like a quick guy. He kind of looks like Phil Kessel. Like yeah, he, like, he's kind of got a round yeah. face. Uh, but he's quick. He's really quick. Yeah. So <laughs> uh, the more I watch him, the more I really appreciate him. Um, that's tough to do as a Montreal Canadiens fan. But sure is. But uh, Toronto had a, a really good presence. When they were up 4-1, and, and they were 3-1 for quite a while, and then they scored that fourth goal. But Montreal scored like 11 seconds later. Yeah. And that flicked a switch of some kind. It did. I think Toronto went through what Montreal, we talked about it last night watching the game. Montreal would do that too. They'd get out to a lead and then one goal will get scored on them and then uh, the air comes out yeah. and next thing you know, there's three or four more goals getting scored on them. And Toronto had that happen in the reverse uh, to them last night, which was awesome. <laughs> but uh, Toronto was, for the most of the game, by far the better team. And last night does not tell the tale of how the team will do in the in, uh, for either team, frankly, because mm. uh, Montreal had some awful awful plays. And Jeff Petrie, despite the fact he got that goal, uh, some of his defensive work and, and, and pinching and going in deep into the offensive zone when he had no business doing it was, was very, very apparent and uh, frustrating. And Toronto was also playing their backup goalie. 
last night. Yeah, Mac- that's right. McElhaney and Net, not That's Anderson. right, because they were on a back-to-back. Yes. Yeah. That's, I think that was a contributing factor, mm-hmm. although he was left out to dry yeah. quite a bit in that game. And he, he did. Was. He made some some really, really good saves. So. Yeah. And I, I saw the comment, I think it was later on in some of the coverage, and they were recapping the game. When Carey Price lets in five goals, but he's still like the best guy in the team, uh, that says something. Yeah. <laughs> really. Yeah, you're right. Because he was the difference in the last 10 minutes of regulation. And, and the uh, shootout as well. And the shootout for sure. <clears throat> yeah. All right, moving on to the next game mm-hmm. was the Rangers versus Ottawa. Uh, New York won 4-1. to one. Uh, And you didn't watch the highlights in this game, did you? I did not. The Rangers' second goal was amazing. I watched it seven times, and I literally laughed out loud at my screen. It was so good, I couldn't believe it happened. Really? It just it made the Ottawa Senators look like a peewee team. It was unbelievable. You have to see it after this. Please remind me to show you. Uh, but that being said, Ottawa did look pretty good at, at times. Um in the first half of the game, I thought Ottawa looked, you know, pretty good for like the lineup that they have. Isn't that impressive? But they mm-hmm. were pretty competitive in a, in a lot of portions of that game. Um, Georgiev was awesome. Oh yeah, awesome. He made some really really good saves. And I also just wanted to say that name, <laughs> Georgiev. Georgiev. Um, the Florida Tampa Bay game. Florida won four to three. Awesome, awesome game. Totally felt like a playoff game from what I saw. Mm-hmm. Uh, the crowd was into it. They were loud. Uh, Florida got off to an early start, um, took a pretty substantial lead. Tampa came back, kind of back and forth. It was physical. It was awesome. It felt like a rivalry was born between the two teams. They just played, I think, a back-to-back. So um, really looking forward to their next game. And that arena was packed and loud in Florida. We both see good things ahead for Florida this year. You a little more than me. Uh, you, you picked them to be finishing really Third, high. I think. Yeah. Uh, but we both agreed that Florida-Tampa would, would become the rivalry, mm. kind of like across town, although they're and the, farther uh, apart than that. But. The Panthers, um, oh, what's this word I was going to look for? The team needs it, like mm. financially. Oh, the, yeah. the Panthers market, oh, yeah. that's what I was going to say, yeah. needs that rivalry, needs life back into the team. Mm-hmm. Uh, we can't have an arena that seats 17,000 and there's 3,500 bums in seats. Like that's yeah, not acceptable for an NHL team. No. It was packed last night. So good stuff. Awesome. Uh, Pittsburgh played Columbus. Uh, Sidney Crosby had a little tussle. They Pittsburgh won 7-2. It was basically completely domination. Mm-hmm. Um, the new guys seemed to have chemistry. Galchenyuk looked really good. Crosby got some points, had a fight, looked really good. Um, yeah, it was awesome. It was very typical Pittsburgh Columbus, where Pittsburgh dominates Columbus for whatever reason. Columbus just has trouble with Pittsburgh. Yeah, they showed uh, the Crosby incident, uh, and I thought he handled himself really well. He did, and he got the takedown at the end along yep. the boards, and good for him. Absolutely. Uh, yep. Uh, Washington played Carolina, and Carolina won three to two. Gardner with the OT winner and there a Reimer go. in net. So you got some Leafs, <laughs> some former Leafs. Um, <laughs> Doing some doing some good stuff. Yeah, uh, it was a really great game. Uh, again, kind of had a playoff feel. Uh, crowd was into it. They were loud. It was a f- physical game. A really good game to watch. St. Louis played Dallas. St. Louis won three to two. Man, the Dallas giveaways in the first half of the game were driving me crazy. Yeah, I like T Park. 
big Dallas fan, mm-hmm. probably listen to this podcast. I just like if that's his, that's his favorite team. I went through that last year with Montreal, like just the giveaways and giveaways and giveaways. I he must have been pissed last night watching some of those giveaways. <laughs> uh, I felt like there's a bit of a rivalry born. Not not that there wasn't there before between St. Louis and and Dallas, mm-hmm. but. They played last year in the playoffs. They did. Very close series, mm-hmm. very physical series. Uh, last night, it really felt like that rivalry was was born again. I think it's going to be a real good season between both of those teams when they play each other. That's Those games are going to be marked on my calendar as games to watch. So, um, yeah, disappointed that Dallas lost, but it's a good game. Right on. Detroit played Nashville. Uh, Detroit won 5-3. Detroit got an early lead, blew it in a tough building. Any team that plays in, in Nashville mm-hmm. must just dread going there because it is a very tough building to play in. But they didn't give up. Yeah. They they blew their lead, didn't give up, came back, won the game. Like you said earlier, Pertuzzi got four points in that game. Mm-hmm. Um, pretty great. I think Detroit plays today against Dallas. And we'll talk about that in a little bit as far as predictions. All right. Boston played Arizona. Boston won one to zero. Absolutely incredible saves in this game on both sides. Halak was outstanding. <laughs> Highlight real saves from Halak. And on the other end, too. Both teams played really, really well in the net. Uh, it was an exciting game despite the score. But Boston did defeat Arizona. I didn't see a lot of the game, but the highlights looked, looked pretty good. Um, Colorado versus Minnesota. Colorado won 4-2. to two. Grubauer made some highlight reel saves. Uh, Minnesota looked tired in the first half of the game, but really, like, if you get a chance to watch the highlights, it, it is worth watching. Mm-hmm. Grubauer was fantastic. San Jose and Anaheim. Anaheim won 3-1. to one. Gibson was awesome. Really kept the Ducks into the game. Uh, Ducks' third goal was a complete embarrassment by San Jose. Is that right? It was a joke, an absolute joke. As a San Jose fan, I am embarrassed to watch that goal. It was. I need to calm down. But yeah, really, you do. I'm too emotional. I, I'm just going <laughs> to leave it at that. I want to move on. Calgary played Vancouver. Calgary won three to one or three to zero. Sorry, uh, fairly predictable game. I think Calgary was really going to take it to, to Vancouver. Uh, it was a home game for them. I did watch that game. I, I did skippies, but nice. I, I watched it. And uh, Calgary was dominant. Yeah. Uh, Vancouver skated with them about 90% of the time. Mm. A lot of fisticles going yeah. on. And uh, this is a rivalry. It's always been there, but this year it will be good. I'm looking forward to the next game between these two clubs. Yeah, it's a good challenge for, for Vancouver. Yep. To a young team trying to prove themselves again, still uh, ran into a really good team in Calgary. And it was, st- even though they lost 3 nothing, it was still a competitive game. Mm-hmm. Uh, what did you think of the 40th? Anniversary patch on the Calgary jersey. I didn't take note of it. Oh, you didn't see it? I didn't. It's I awesome. Yeah. I want it. Oh, okay. I want it. <laughs> he wants it and he wants it now. Oh, Gollum says that in Lord of the Rings. Oh, yeah. I want it. <laughs> Edmonton and the Los Angeles Kings played last night in a real crazy game. Edmonton won 6 5. Uh, both Smith and Quick were struggling. Smith, I don't know. I think Smith was so thought that he was playing in Calgary and was trying to get back to the Calgary arena because he wasn't in his net for the first two goals. 
both first goals, he, he was completely out of the net. I don't know what was going on, but both goalies struggled uh, along with both defensive groups. Um, good game for the fans, though. Mm-hmm. Uh, High-scoring game, home team won. So uh, the fans in the arena had a good time, I guess. But... James Neal got two goals, but he still ended the game as a minus one. Oof. So it was kind of yeah. crazy as a yeah. look of things. Indeed. Yeah. There are three games on today, so we'll do some predictions here. Tampa Bay plays Carolina. Who are you hmm. picking to win? Well, I think I would. Uh, hmm, I don't know because uh, it's tough. It is tough. There, I think both teams have played last night, right? So yeah, and don't under, don't underestimate Carolina. No, but Tampa Bay lost last night, so they're pissed. Yeah, where are they playing at? Which uh, uh, I believe they're in Carolina. I'm gonna. I'm going to give it to Carolina. I wanted to do that, but I'm going to give it to Tampa. I think Tampa's pissed. So, yeah. <laughs> okay, Dallas and Detroit. Detroit's coming off a big win. Yeah. Dallas is coming off a tough loss. Who are you picking? I I think Detroit's on a bit of a roll here. So oh. I'll pick Detroit. Nice. Why not? Good for you. Why not? I'm picking Dallas. Uh, they're pissed. <laughs> I'm going with the, all the pissed off teams. <laughs> All right, that's not a bad. That's not a bad strategy. Uh, last game is the Winnipeg versus the Islanders. Both of these teams did not play yesterday. Oh, they're so. both rested. Okay, in New York, I believe it is in New York. Yeah, uh, I think the Islanders have that. I agree. I'm going to pick the Islanders. I think there's some questions in Winnipeg, and the Islanders are also pissed for no reason. They're just pissed. That's all the notes I got. All you got? Yeah, that's all I got. Well, I want to go back to the Matt to Chuck interview that they did last sure. night. Um, their dad, uh, Brady and Matt's dad, is Keith to Chuck, who currently is the director of, I don't, I don't think it's scouting, but it's player development or something. He's, he's in the organization of the St. Louis Blues. Mm-hmm. So part of the conversation they had last night was because he's in the organization, he got the cup for some time. He had yeah, like yeah. a day with the cup or half a day with the cup. And they had a party. And you've got Matt and Brady at this party because their dad has the cup, but they both mm. don't. And they stayed as far away from the cup really? as possible. And Matt told his mother, don't you even try to get a picture of me with that cup. Wow. Don't you even try. I'm not going near it. And don't try to get, you know, angles or whatever. Don't even do it. Don't don't go there. I, and he said, I just sat in the total other side of the hall with my buddies, having my own time. And I could see it over there, but I'm not going near it. Wow. And that's that's a big thing. I think it's a big thing in sports generally, but in the NHL and, in yes. particular. Superstition runs very rampant in the th- There is no bigger group <laughs> of like weird... Weird ass, I know um, superstitions and traditions than there is in the National Hockey League. He didn't want to touch it, didn't want to be close to it because the the tradition is you certainly don't do that with you don't put it over your head. Oh yeah, if you haven't won it, mm. and you if you're a player, you probably don't even want to touch it unless you've won it. Mm-hmm. Now, ordinary folks, when the cup goes to shopping malls and places like that, and you get your picture taken with it, you can touch it. I don't think I've touched it, but I've been close to it. Mm-hmm. One of them, there's two cups. But um, I, I I, just thought it was so cool listening to this personal account mm. of, of your dad winning the cup, more or less, 
but then you can't go near it because you're now a professional player of your own on an <laughs> NHL team. It's a weird so situation. And he's on a different team. Mm. And when it comes to, to Matt, like he was actually in the playoffs. Yeah. In the first round. Absolutely. So, so he was trying to get that cup and failed. And failed, yeah. And failed. So now it's sitting there in this hall, even though he failed it, it's mm. right there. And he could walk over and kiss it if he wanted to or drink a beer out of it. Mm-hmm. But he would never do that, which is great. Do you think they'll ever end up on the same team together? Matt and Brady? Yeah. I think I think it's a good possibility, <clears throat> sure. I, I think they would like it. Uh, I think it would be great. Uh, I, I'd love to see it. I don't know where they'd go, though. Hmm. Does Brady go to Calgary? Hmm. Do they meet somewhere else? I don't know. It would be cool to see it happen, though. But Or do they both end up in St. Louis? Oh, <laughs> I don't think I don't think St. Louis has the cap room. Not right now. Maybe in like five years or something. But um, last night, L.A. and Edmonton played, and I think L.A. plays in Calgary on Tuesday night. Oh, I'm definitely watching that game because they talked about this too. Drew Doughty hates. <laughs> Hates Matt Tichuk. Yeah. Hates him. And they asked him about it last night in the interview. They said, we've got these remarks on the record from Drew Doughty where he basically says, you're you're dirt. <laughs> you're scum. Yeah. <laughs> uh, what do you think of that? Does it bother you? He says, nah. One ink goes in one ear and out the other. I'll just say this much. I'm looking forward to the game. <laughs> <laughs> so I was like, yeah. I love it. I'm definitely watching that game. I love it too. That's awesome. Yeah. No, it was a, it, it's funny, after going through four or five months of no hockey, like Saturday night was an absolute overdose of hockey. Yeah. And I'm I'm still, and the reason I didn't watch the highlights, I didn't stay up and try to watch all the sports channel uh, analysis of every game, like I would have done maybe in the middle of the season last year when I was on a roll. Yeah. Uh, I'm still not really feeling the hockey thing yet. I, I agree. Yeah. I, I'm excited, but uh, I definitely agree. I only watch the highlights because we're doing this podcast. Mm-hmm. So um, there's still like, and that might be because I'm, I'm distracted with other things and ch- changes and stuff and trying to figure stuff out, whatever. But like I was looking at tax information last night at like one thirty in the morning trying to sort out papers and stuff. Like I, my my mind is kind of elsewhere. <laughs> so uh, that's probably a little, a little bit um, to do with it, but... Mm-hmm. Yeah, it'll it'll come. I think for you and oh, yeah. and me both. And yeah, admittedly, once you're in your new place and in your new world, uh, we'll have less. We'll still have obviously lots of contact, but it'll be less daily contact like we have now. And if I'm not part of the weekly cycle of, of podcasts and, and expected to ride in with words of wisdom or mm. whatever the heck I'm doing here, um, I'll probably be less engaged. In, in hockey, I'll still have opinions and I'll still be interested in my team yeah. and whoever else they're playing and, and large developments that may happen in the league with personnel or injuries or whatever, I'll certainly be tuned in on those. Mm. And I'll be interested in the hockey, uh, I guess, business, the business of hockey. But uh, I probably will not be deep into it. I, I'm, I want to do a lot of other things. Yes. We have to have an off-camera discussion about... Um, tactics and techniques I can have now that I've restored my uh, bookshelf nook, writing nook area. I want that to be my back, backdrop for the podcast that I will be doing. Uh, not podcast necessarily, vlogs, I guess, more likely. Uh, but maybe some podcasts as well. I, I've i been podcasting for almost 20 years, actually, mm. in various forms and various topics. So 
I'm no stranger to Podbean, <laughs> if you know what I mean. Yeah. So you have released a couple of videos recently I on have. your personal I YouTube have. channel. Yes. And what that what's that channel called? Th and thanks for your thumbnails, by the way, You're which welcome. have been very nice. Um, it's just my name, I think, Brent mm -hmm. Taylor. If you search Brent Taylor VY2HF, you'll probably find it on YouTube. Now yep. you, you've released some some vlogs from your, your UK travel yeah. uh, time in May. It's May, right? Mm -hmm. Late it, May, early June? Late May, early June. We, we left here, I think, on the 27th of May, and mm -hmm. we got back on the 13th of June. So it was about two and a half weeks uh, being away. And just after I got back and I got the files transferred, I was trying to produce the first vlog. Mm. And my C drive, which is where all my caching was taking place and, and the Adobe program was working and running, it was reporting all kinds of errors because it was just full. It was just... No room left. Mm -hmm. So I was out of commission for several weeks while I shopped for, ordered, bought, and then installed, a, uh, and then transferred over and migrated to the new hard drive, which is amazing. So that got me back. But by then I was back at university doing classes and being very busy in my spare time doing work for that university course. Mm -hmm. And I'm still at university doing a different course now. And it's, it's writing intensive. So there's lots of behind the scenes, just me sitting at a, at a keyboard typing away. So I don't have a lot of time. Plus the weather's been pretty good, so I've had more access to being outside and that kind of thing too, at the airport and wherever else. But now we're getting to the season where Canadians, at least Eastern Canadians, start to cocoon. Yeah. Uh, when, the, when the weather gets colder outside, mm. um, you know, it's far from snow yet, but it's chilly out. Uh, you start to feel more uh, or less guilty, I guess, about being inside and doing work. So I produced several iterations of the vlog. Uh, I've got episodes two, three, four, and I think I just uploaded episode five this morning. Mm. So I've got five now days of the travel vlog up, covering six days actually, because one's a, a carryover day. And I have six and seven both finished and produced. And you've already written the thumbnails for those or, or designed them. So they're ready to go. I'll put one up tomorrow. I'll put one up on Tuesday. Look at you go. And uh, then I'll keep at it. I, I, <clears> I have <throat> classes Wednesday night, so it might be next weekend before I get another one or two out. But next weekend's a long weekend in Canada. It's Thanksgiving. So so tell people what's your plan for the channel. Like, What do you, what do you want to do after those vlogs are released? After those vlogs are released, the first thing I want to do is do a series of tips uh, travel tips for those who are traveling internationally generally, but specifically to the UK, mm -hmm. people that are coming from Canada and the US, North American uh, consumers that are used to our power, our voltage, our devices, uh, our terminology about things, our money. Mm -hmm. uh, that's all different over there and not in a bad way. It's uh, pretty cool actually, the, the way they do stuff and uh, some in some ways safer. I'll explain that. Okay. But, uh, yeah. You have a question? Uh, no, I just wanted to make oh. the comment that you should call that series just the tips just <laughs> will you i'm gonna write that down <laughs> just the tips okay uh -huh. i don't know <laughs> it's a little risque but it is it is but that'll all be featured on my regular channel i, I don't have enough uh presence out there to uh have different channels for different things i, I think that's just <clears throat> noise but right maybe if there's people who are only interested in travel and have no interest in, in ham radio things, the odd time I put a ham radio video up, that might annoy them. Mm -hmm. But I've only got 532 subscribers or something. Well, I'm surprised it's even that much, frankly. We need to get you to 1,000. I, I would love to be at 1,000. Yeah. I would love to be at 1,000. Go 1, hit that subscribe button. Yeah. So find it. If you like and subscribe. If you, if you like it, say you like it. If you don't like it, 
don't hit the like button, but well, if you want to subscribe, that's great. I, I don't want to abuse your fan base by having <laughs> them follow me as well. But I, I would uh, I, I would like to keep doing this. Just in the last few days as I've been producing these videos, I've been getting better at it. You're a you're a, a high flyer at, at editing things. You're you're up there. You're in the stratosphere, and I'm just Fred Flintstone stumbling over rocks. But <laughs> I'm starting to learn just in my reduced capability program and my reduced capability brain, starting to learn some tricks and things to make my job a little easier every single time I do an edit. <clears throat> I'm, I'm saving things that I made, for instance, rather mm. than re reinventing the wheel each time and all that. <clears throat> excuse, <clears throat> excuse me. Whoa. <clears throat> There we go. I went. I got a little ahead of myself. Yeah, you did. Yeah. Anyway, so it's, so it's a lot of fun. What else besides tips and stuff? Like, do you want to do other vlogs, like the next time you travel? De oh, definitely. The next time I travel, if I have a good camera, mm -hmm. and I'm sure I will, uh, now I know how much more important B-roll mm -hmm. and right. timing is. What I did do when I was in the UK this past trip was I would capture a lot of stills and footage and maybe even some stand-up vloggy things during the day. And then I would do a recap that night. Mm. But I would never actually preview what was going to happen today, mainly because I didn't know what was going to happen today. That's true. But I could record a preview after the day has happened and just let on. Yeah. It hasn't happened yeah. yet, right? Yeah, you could. And, and just thinking about how to invent the, those timelines in my head to make it flow better would have made my job now that I'm producing so much easier. Oh, you definitely learned a storyboard in your head. Oh, uh, wow. Once you get started doing it and stuff and yeah. Really, really. And maybe there's uh, an aid, maybe there's software or something that can help me organize that a little better. Right now I'm just doing it in my head, mm. thinking about even just how, it, what to name my files and, and things like that. And when I go finding them later to put them in my, in my, uh, my flow to, to produce them. Mm -hmm. So uh, that that part is is coming along. And next time, I, I think the vlogs I do will be far more uh, put together. Nice. Right now, it's very scattered. Now, I've already recorded them and I'm back from the UK, so it's not like I can go back and right. re-edit or, or re redo things. So I'm basically stuck with the footage that I created. Mm -hmm. I could create footage here that fills in some blanks and if I had my little studio going over in my nook, I could probably do that. I think that would be maybe cheating a little bit, mm -hmm. but if it makes it look better, it's probably worth doing. That's the situation I'm in with my vlogs from Vegas last year. Mm -hmm. I've completed all the ones that I were planned. I have other ones to edit, but they weren't planned when I shot them. They're just like kind of like random footages from each day. Some days I didn't even film. So it's just a, an annoying process of having to put them together now and I'd have to film like voiceovers and explain certain things and it's, it's almost not worth it. Mm -hmm. um, so I'll do it eventually. But uh, yeah, but speaking of that, that reminds me of the second channel. Mm -hmm. What do you want to do for more post to post moving forward now that I'm moving? Is uh, there something that we could do that? Oh, absolutely. Uh, I haven't had the conversation yet, mm. uh, but I'm open to offers. Okay. I'm open to requests. I would like for you to do some GeoGuessr, like the, the Where Am I series that we oh, do, yeah. but they had the actual version that they have called GeoGuessr. Uh, if you could film yourself playing that with a webcam or whatever, like if you can record your screen, which you can easily do in Windows, right. and also record your webcam and put it together to see how good you can do, 
Uh, I think that would be really interesting for the viewers. People seem to ask for that a lot in the comments when we have done the other Where Am I's, right? Yeah. Um, is there, or would you work out ahead of time with GeoGuessr, any copyright issues? There's or no copyright like, issues. There's no copyright no, issues. No, they we, use Google Maps. And we, so we can just play it? Yes, correct. Oh, well, that's cool. Yeah. All right. Uh, yeah, that's that's the kind of thing I would like I would like to do. All right, cool. So I'd like a decent camera <clears throat> in the studio. I do have access to, I think, one light, maybe two, uh, that are over on the other side here of mm-hmm. our studio that aren't in use. And there were ones that I had bought, I think, for myself. Uh, so with your help, hopefully in the next week or so, we can set it up so that I have decent lighting mm-hmm. uh, to make this look <laughs> as good as it can. less horrifying. And uh, then I can start to do things. The other thing I would like to do as I get further on in my side job of being a writer, uh, I've gone to some seminars, writing symposiums, and I continue to try to improve my awareness of how to use social media mm-hmm. as an author. And there's no point me using social media as an author right now because I have nothing to promote. Correct. There's no, I have nothing in a finished state. Uh, interestingly, in the course of my uh, new class I'm taking in, in writing at the university, I have been asked to write something new, not something I've already written, and something fresh and from scratch. So I have done that, and just out of the blue, I have chosen uh, historical fiction. So essentially, I'm taking a real event with real people that were in that event, but I don't know what they did or exactly what they said as when they were part of that event. Okay. So I'm inventing or recreating, hopefully, their interactions, their words, their deeds, their stories, right. and putting it in a way that, that is reads like a novel, but actually the people in the novel are based on real folk. This is exactly like the most recent Quentin Tarantino movie, uh, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Okay. Which is based on the Manson family and how they murdered the two, one famous dude and then the actress or whatever in the Hollywood Hills or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, it didn't happen in the movie. They like the the movie was about the story of the people, or whatever. Uh, some like the stories and stuff that went on. Like Bruce Lee was in the movie, and I'm sure what happened with Bruce Lee in the movie didn't actually happen in real life. Um, but a lot of a lot of the movie was completely fictional, but it was based on historical events and the real people. So uh, you might want to watch that movie for some ideas. Yeah, that's a gr- that's a that's a great point. I Tarantino. <clears throat> I I wouldn't rush to a theater to watch a Tarantino movie, and some of them I just find I can't understand them. But it's always interesting stuff. Yes, right? it is always always very interesting stuff. Uh, one of the, the the topic I've chosen to write about in my writing course is based on an ancestor of ours, of course, because mm-hmm. I'm in such into genealogy. And as I've worked hard to find out more about this guy, I have learned so much about him and his extended family. Mm-hmm. And the role that he has played in the development of both American and Canadian history, that he is a fascinating guy. And even his normal life, if I just tell it based on what I know, Mm -hmm. if I just tell about his normal life, it's fascinating stuff. It really is. So I just add a few things in to add some color to his normal life because I don't know what kind of guy he was. I don't know if he was a tall man or a short man. or I don't know anything about that. But uh, the, the life he lived is unbelievable. He, he was born in an, uh, an island in Scotland when in 1725 he joined the British Army. He was at some major battles 
in the, in wars in, in Northern Britain. Mm-hmm. He went to the United States, or what was then the colonies, and fought for the British Army alongside George Washington, not right beside him, but in the same effort mm-hmm. as he did in, the, in that war, and was wounded, uh, stayed in the Army. They sent him down to the, uh, the Caribbean. He, he had battles down there with the Spanish over some islands. He was in Florida when it became British territory after the treaty in 1763. Moved to New York. He ran a store in Staten Island. And then he joined the army again when the revolution broke out mm. and spent the rest of his days in Boston and Halifax and then moved to New Brunswick when he was retiring. And like, But everything in between is so cool because I've got letters that he wrote to his commanding officers and okay. other people, the, the actual letters. They, they've been published by the New York Historical Society. Mm. This is a fascinating guy and he's a real guy. It's kind of a shame that you have to write something new though when you already have other projects on the go that need attention. Oh, definitely. But I tell you one thing, um, I'm glad I'm doing this because I know when I go back to those things that need attention, I'm going to have to make some drastic Mm -hmm. changes to them because I have learned a lot. And now when I go back to those things that I wrote and when I wrote them at the time, I thought, this is pretty good. (laughs) Now I go back and look at that, what I thought was pretty good. And I'll just say this, it needs a lot of work. Okay. So. All right. Yeah. Um, I have a, just a, an idea in my head, and it's a bit of a time commitment for you, but I think it could be interesting. It's for the second channel, mm-hmm. more post to post. Would you be interested in doing movie reviews? I would. Like, I would. Once every two weeks, you can go see a movie by yourself or with mom or whatever, mm-hmm. and then the next day or whatever, film a five to ten minute video of of your thoughts on the movie and then I'll go I'll see the same movie and do the same me either myself or Jason and I or whatever and every two weeks we'll talk about a movie that'd be cool yeah you like that yeah I do I do like that all right we could maybe even expand it <clears throat> wider than just theater theater shows and movies maybe there's a tv series that comes out on Netflix or something that we want to watch or... absolutely yeah at 100% okay I would love to do that yeah, there's yeah. a lot of good stuff on Netflix that I, I would love to talk about. You and I have vastly different tastes we do. Uh, when it comes to stuff. So it'll be interesting to see the contrast. Yep. What what you like and what I don't like. You love Breaking Bad. I do. And I couldn't get into it. Okay. Because it to me it glorified crime. However, I loved The Wire, which in many ways, depending on what season you're talking about, glorifies, or not glorifies, but almost celebrates the... The people who are the criminals, as opposed to the mm-hmm. cops or the lawyers or the reporters. I haven't seen it, and and I strongly suggest like, and you tell me all the time, oh, there's this thing you just got to watch, and I, I feel the same way about you. Yeah, uh, there's things you got to watch that you haven't watched yet. But if we can decide when something is going to release, mm-hmm. um, after the Emmys, now I want to see this Fleabag show that's out of the UK. It's very quirky, oh, very yeah, odd. I've, I've heard about that. It's on Amazon Prime. I did watch the first episode, and I'm very intrigued. I will watch the rest. They only make two seasons and they're done. Mm-hmm. But uh, in Fleabag, she, the, the, the lead actress, uh, plays someone who's a troubled person. But they look at the camera and they talk to the camera. They break that thing they call the fourth wall. Mm-hmm. Like we're, we're talking to the camera all the time. But in this case, like she's acting and then she looks at the camera and, and makes comments to the... Right. Kind of like Frank Underwood would do in... And, and even in the British version of... Uh, 
the political show, <laughs> House of Cards, geez. Oh. Um, Frank Underwood would do do his acting, and then he'd look at the camera. Do you think I'm really going to do that? <laughs> and so that kind of unnerves me a bit. But it's an interesting series, I think, that I'll be in that has have in front of me with this uh, right. Fleabag. Your mother saw the first episode with me, <clears throat> and she has absolutely no interest in it. Okay, Phoebe Waller-Bridge is her name, and uh, the actress. She's great, but uh, your mother doesn't like this this breaking the fourth wall thing. It, it puts her off. All right. Yeah. Well, there's definitely some series that I would like to talk about. Um, mm-hmm. I'd like you to watch Dark on Netflix. It's a a German show. It's it's it is in German, but it has English audio um, dubbed in and English subtitles. It's it's kind of like Str- Stranger Things, um, but like an adult version of Stranger Things. It has a lot to do with I don't want to give anything away, but time travel. Okay, um, that's not too bad. Is there some monster that's going to chase me? And no, no, there's no, there's, there's no monsters. I don't like the monster thing. There's no monsters. It's, a, Good. it's very fictional minus the way that time travel happens, basically. Okay. Uh, there's a lot of intertwining personalities and people, like people from the future go in the past and they influence people in the past and they're like, it's it's really complicated and, and whoever wrote it's a genius. Like an absolute genius. Um, so that's a show that I'd like to talk about. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Joker, which I just seen and you have not seen, I'd like to, for you to go see that because um, it's applicable to life and a lot of people are talking about it right now. So it would be cool to talk about that um, and some other stuff too. So yeah, that'd be cool if we could do that. Uh, we'll try and plan around. I'll keep an eye out on Netflix and mm-hmm. uh, what's coming out in theaters and stuff. And there's a space movie coming out. And theaters. I which, usually don't do well with space movies because I'm analyzing them. So, I know, so, so and, but that's part of the. That's why the video might be interesting because we can tear it apart a little bit. But <laughs> okay. Uh, all right. Well, this kind of got way off topic. Did it ever? But a lot of fun. It's, but, it almost turned into a bit of a. Uh, have any act? Have any act? Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, um, thanks guys for listening and watching. I really appreciate it. Uh, we are. Like I said, doing podcast uh, eighty four next weekend, Thanksgiving weekend here in Canada. So. Um, you'll see that next Sunday. The following weekend will be a podcast, will be no podcast, and then the following weekend after that is the podcast with Jason. So uh, there are definitely more videos coming up besides the podcast too. There's, I think, four or five more Jersey videos to release. I have a card unboxing video to edit. And some Jersey giveaways to catch up through Jersey the Jersey giveaways to catch up on. We posted one this week and another one coming out soon. And I think think that's all we have two items for mail time i don't know if it's worth doing a a video on just two things well it'd be nice to get um, them closed off the, the people who sent them uh, yes i agree. probably wouldn't yeah. mind seeing the the opening i agree so, yeah um also we have a we want a jersey on twitter and i i want some people know what it is because i shared it on twitter but i want to make a video on that so That'll be its own video probably in the coming weeks or coming week. Um, and there'll be other things too, I'm sure, that we'll think of. So, uh, yeah, that's kind of wraps up this podcast. Thanks, guys, for, for listening and watching. Uh, if you hope you watched lots of hockey last night and hope you ha- have plans to watch the games today, uh, I definitely do. I'll probably watch the Dallas-Detroit game if I can, if it's on TV. Uh, I don't know. What, I don't know if any of these games are going to be. I'll watch whatever's on TV. Well, I think NHL Center Ice might be in a free preview mode right now, too. Oh, so. okay. They were the other night, so they might still be on. All right, sounds good. Well, um, 
Enjoy your weekend. Thanks for listening or watching, and we will see you in next week's podcast. Adios.